Okay. So we are still in the middle of an uh, interesting sugya. Um, we're talking about Tznius in the bathroom. How this re-emerged. I mean, we talked about the bathroom in the third parak. How this re-emerged in the ninth parak is interesting. We talked about the Beis Migdash. We talked about bathrooms, etc. So the Gemara now discusses another aspect of Tznius. So we are smack in the middle, mamish smack in the middle of Samach Beis Aleph. Says the Gemara, Omar Ula. On the other side of a fence, a person can go to the bathroom immediately. Which means, obviously, it's not nice to go to the bathroom in public. In fact, you should not go with any other person to the bathroom, which is what we discussed last night, that it poses a problem with Shadim. Because the best defense against Shadim is more than one person. And a bathroom, you know, inherently, is not allowed more than one person. And therefore, bathrooms pose the unique problem with Shadim. But the bottom line is, you can't go to the bathroom with anyone else there. So, fine, I won't go with anyone else there. How far do I have to be from other people when I go to the bathroom? When a person well, goes... Well, like, not going to the bathroom, like, brushing their teeth or something, is that a problem? Um, no, no, that's a problem. That's fine. I don't think they brush their teeth in the time of the Gemara, but Lamaisa, I think it's fine. Um, I know, yeah. So, says the Gemara, Omar Ula, on the other side of a fence, Nifnamiyad, which means technically you're two inches from another person, but you're on the other side of a fence. That's fine. So, there's no din in distance how far you have to be, as long as you're blocked. So going to the bathroom on the other, on the other side of a fence is fine. Ubebika, in an open area. Bika literally means valley, but it means over here, in an open area. Then, in order to achieve discretion, privacy, it has to be like this. Kolzman shemis atesh, as long as when he makes noise, ain't chaver shemeh, no one hears him. So, the the amount of privacy you need when there is no wall, it's it's measured in sound. Isi Barnasin Masnahachi. Isi Barnasin has a whole nother way of measuring, much stricter. Acharya on the other side of the fence, that's where you have to be far enough that no one hears you. Kolzman Shemis Atesh Vein Khaver As long as no one can hear you. Ubebika, in an open area, it's much further than Stamaze, the sound test. You have to be so far, no one can see you. We'll modify that in a second. Says the Gemara, really? These, this second set of shiurim sounds very, very, very draconian. Sounds very, very machmer. That, that on the other side of a fence, you have to go so far as to no one can hear you. And in an open area, you have to go so far as no one can see you. That's not true. Meisvei asked the Gemara Kasha. In those days, they didn't have a mashkiach for Kashras, but you needed a mashkiach for Tumantara. 
you needed somebody who was in the food store, in the wine store, in the oil store, to make sure someone like an Amaretz, who was Tameh, didn't walk in and touch all the oils and wines and make it Tameh for everyone. So you had a Mashkiach. So as is an issue nowadays, how do you deal with minding the store when the Mashkiach has to go to the bathroom? So the Mishnah here is discussing that. Yoitzin mi Pesach Beis Habad, the Mashkiach of Tumantara, could go out the door of the press, and go to the bathroom right on the other side of a fence, and don't worry, everything in the store stays tahar, you don't have to worry that something happened in his absence. Okay, we're not here to discuss the Tumantara aspect, we're here to discuss the, the going to the bathroom aspect, and you see clearly you're wrong. You see clearly you could go to the bathroom immediately, on the other side of the fence. Not like that second set of shirim that you brought. Not like that like very machmer set of shirim you brought. And says the sikilu. No, no, no. That brisa is an exception. That brisa is an aberration. That brisa is a special kula. We need to make allowances for a mashkiach. What are we supposed to say? You have to be a mashkiach, and you have to walk two miles to go to the bathroom, so every single factory needs two mashkiach in that boom. Press oil just went up triple. That's not what we're out to do. We're out to give every single kula to a mashkiach so that the price of oil stays good. So therefore, says the Gemara, bad raya. As far as Hilcha's bathroom from a mashkiach, it could be the Hilcha's bathroom by a mashkiach are totally makel. Once again, the Gemara has a cash from a mashkiach and it's going to get the same answer. Toshma, how far can the mashkiach move away from the store? View tyrant and it be tar. Does he have to be within 10 feet at all times? 20 feet? Where it says, as long as he could see. Which means, what's he going to do when he goes to the bathroom? He's going to go away from the store till where he can still see. You just said you have to be unseen. You just said it has to be past where you could see. So you see inherently from here that a mashkiach is going to go to the bathroom where he can be seen by people. So you see your sheer of not being seen is not true. Says the Gemara, once again, Shani Echlitaris, over there, in order to accommodate Echlitaris, that The Gemara now says, one last thing, when we said you have to go in an open field that no one can see you, do you know how far you can see a six-foot man on a clear day in an open field? Like eight miles. I mean, like seriously, if it's a flat field and a guy is like six feet tall, you can see him for a long time. So you're telling me when a guy has to go to the bathroom in the field and there's no wall, he has to walk till no one can see him? Do you know how far that is? Says the Gemara, what did Isi Barnasan mean? That no one can see you? He doesn't see his opening, which means you have to be far enough that when the guy unclothes himself, uncovers himself to go to the bathroom, you don't see his covered areas. So that already, after a couple hundred feet, becomes blurry. I can see there's a man there, but I can't see, you know, his, you know, what he uncovered. That's all it means. And that's the answer to the Mashkiach question. He's going far and away enough that he could see the factory. 
but you can't see his uncovered parts. And that's how we resolve that. But the man himself you could see, and that is the end of that sugya. Once again, this is entirely not Nagea nowadays because we have indoor bathrooms. There was once a eulogizer back in the day they didn't have eulogies, hespedim, from family or rabbonim. There was a person who was a expert, expert maspid. Like we have nowadays a chasen, you have barchen, that, you know, he's mamsha expert. You tell him, like, the chasen and kala's name, you tell him some, uh, some facts about them, and he could mamish produce a, a masterpiece. They had maspidim like that. You would, you would tell the maspid, couple facts about the person and he would weave together an amazing hespid and he was so talented he would have everyone crying their head off he, he was it was an amazing maspid he was in a talented maspid so they had this this guy giving a hespid hahu saftina there was once this maspid the nachas who went down to give a hespid kamid of nachman in front of nachman nachman was in the crowd see you would never have this nowadays you would never have a maspid in front of Rabbi Heinemann. If Rabbi Heinemann is at somebody's hespit, he's giving the hespit. If Rabbi Hopper is at somebody's hespit, he's giving the hespit. But in those days, the, the most hush of a rav in the city didn't give the hespit. It could be he wasn't an orator at all. The maspid gave the hespit. So, you had this professional maspid giving a hespit in front of Rav Nachman, and he said about the dead person, Amar Hai, this man, Tzanua of Hava. He was very, very discreet. He had a high level of tznius. Tsanua bar Rav Nachman said, I'm sorry. He like, I'm on this hespid. No, no. You, how would you know if he's a, a, a private person? Well, he gave tzedakah very discreetly. He never called attention to himself. He learned in his house late at night with the doors shut. He, he really had a lot of tznias. He said, you don't know nothing. He asked him, you went up with him to the bathroom. Did you go to the bathroom with him? And did you know if he's a tznua there? Because until you go to the bathroom with somebody, you do not know if he is a tznua or not. Because, says the Tanya, in Kairin Tzanua, you cannot label a Tzanua, Elolamisha Tzanua Bebezakise, except somebody who is private and discreet, even in the bathroom. So Rav Nachman protested on the Hespit, you cannot call somebody a Tzanua, except if his Tzanua, even in his bathroom, happens. <coughs> so the Marsha asks, and an important Kasha, Marsha asks, from a bunch of psukim, that why are you relegating tznius to such a small area about bathroom habits? He brings a pasuk to Marsha in Mishlei. It says, "Ves tznuim chachma." That it describes tznius in an intellectual sense. You have people that are very brash, and people that are very you know public, and you have people that are tznua in their wisdom. So you see, the Pasik labels a tsanua 
in more of a mindset kind of description, not in a bathroom habits description. And then we learned recently in Haftarah, in Micha, the most famous pasuk about Tzniyas. Your ways should be tsanua, should be discreet when you go to Rebbein Hashem. Don't be a brash person. Be, be a tsanua dika person. Be a discreet person. These psukim have nothing to do with the bathroom. So the Marsha asks, this Gemara seems to say there is but one metric, there's but one barometer to see if a person is a tsanua, bathroom habits. Ask the Marsha, it's not true. We have psukim that talk about tsnias in terms of a mindset, in terms of a personality, in terms of a way of life, in terms of a, 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 a fearing, a, you know, a mahalach in life. What's going on? So the Marsha is forced to say that you have to say the word sneas in the Torah means one thing, and when the, tzni, when the word sneas is used by the Lashon Chachamim, it's another thing. The Marsha is so, it, it thinks this is so incompatible. These two descriptions of sneas, he therefore says, when the Psukim used the word sneas, it means one thing, and when the Chazal used the word sneas, it means another thing. There's no way to reconcile the two. The Gura in Ein Elio says, a very important thing, and, and it mamish brings the two together. The Gra says that the Chavis Alvavis says there is very little measure in how a person acts in public. The way a person acts in public is a very, very weak indicator as far as what the person himself is. Meaning, if a person acts crazy in public and does like things that are unsightly in public, it's beyond hope. He, he's like, you know, he's taka nuts. If a person acts pro- proper in public, it's not good or bad. It's normal. It doesn't mean anything about the person. If a person acts normal in public, that's expected of you. Who is not going to daven Shmanesri like a mensch when they're in shul? Says the Chav is the prabha of a person's Yerushalayim is how he daven Shmanesri at home when no one's looking. Is it a two-seconder? Or is it just as long as you do it in shul? When a, when a person you know, sees an old lady in Semmel Market, of course he's very deferent to her. When a person sees an old lady when no one else is looking, or runs her over. Says the Chav the way a person should be judged or is judged or is measured is not how they act in public. How they act in public just means you don't want to look like a horrible person, which most of us don't want to look like a horrible person, but it doesn't make us a good person. What makes a person a good person is his hanhagas when no one's looking. Therefore, says the NLO, the ultimate barometer of a person's regalness and a person's self-respect, and a person's hanhagis is when he's in the spitz, spitz, spitz private place. When a person's in the bathroom, and absolutely no one is looking, does he act like a vildechaya? Or when he's in the bathroom, does he maintain the same level of dignity? If a person maintains the same level of dignity, then that is a true, true sign on the person that he is a dignified person. And says De'inaliyot, that's a pshatnas gemar. When you call a person a tzanua, 
Of course, when people walk in public, they're, they're very anal and they walk like this. But when no one's looking, is the guy the same guy? If you know how a person acts in the bathroom, not that the bathroom is the ultimate test, but it's the ultimate privacy. And privacy is the ultimate test. And that's how the NLEO answers the Marshall's Kasha. That's why you never will, and it's not something you say about a person in Aspen. I could say in Aspen, the guy was a Rizigal Amdin. Because Shurim, you do in public. I could say in Aspen, the guy was a Rizigal Staka. Because I see his name in 13 buildings. I could say in public, the guy was a Rizigal, whatever. Things you impose. Things that the measuring stick are private actions don't belong in Aspen. That's what I'm not saying. To which the Gemara has another question. Oh, are you are you harping on someone's hespid? Come on, give the guy the old hespid license. Says the Gemara, Vrav Nachman, my nafka What do you care? Which means, okay, okay, your your point taken. It's taka impossible to label a person a tsanua until you see his bathroom habits. Fine. If you want to know, in the world of pure honesty, can you honestly say something about a person without visiting him in the bathroom? No. In the world of pure honesty, you're right. But it's a hesper. This is in the world of pure honesty. Come on, you know, give the guy a break. It's a hesper. Why are you so particular about a hesper? In fact, by the way, the Taz Paskins Lahaloch in Yerdea you're allowed to be megazin by 33% in a hesped, by a shlish. Because all the listeners discount it by 33% everything you hear in a hesped. So if you want the guy to come out net zero, if you want the guy to come out par, you got to overdo it by 33%. And when it comes to shaduchim calls, 75%, right? Or 175%. But if, if you... If you if you say a husband honestly on a guy, you, the guy's gonna be like, the best you could say about him was he was a decent masman. My gosh, the guy probably never cracked a book. So in order to get him to par, you have to say he was an incredible masman. Okay, he probably learned truths by night. Like, so, so, but the Taz notwithstanding, says the Gemara, who cares? Says the Gemara, um, we should detanya because we learned in a brisa. No, we take Hespedim very seriously. And just like the dead person is going to have to answer for his deeds in heaven, we will also collect from the dead person based on the Hespid, and from those answering at the Hespid, which is an incredible thing. What's the Pshat? So the rush says in Maid Cotton, Rush says in Maid Cotton, the Pshat in this, which is really, really scary, Bamison. The Rush says in Maid Cotton that when a person dies and somebody says a hespit about them, we call the guy in and, and we show him the hespit. Look, look what they said about you. They said you were the nicest guy on earth. Is that really the truth? That's what they thought of you, and you didn't live up to that? Mm. It becomes a tevia on the dead person. 
the way we measure your potential, which means when we, when we give you patch, not we, when Hashem gives you patch, after you die, it's that you didn't live up to your potential. Well, how do we know your potential? Well, let's see what they said about you. If they held you in such high esteem, did you live up to what they say? In Yushalayim, the minig is that the kids don't go after the nifter to the Beis HaKvaris because that becomes a tevi on the person. That, like, you know, look what your kids became. You could have done more for them. And, and evidence of a person's falling short of his expectations is the last thing a nifter needs. And therefore, the Gemara here says, and the Rush Paskins is in Maid Cotton, and the, um, the Tur Paskins is in Simon Shin Dalad Mem, you know, which is 344, but we don't say Shin Mem Dalad. In Simon 344 in Yerdea, the, the Tur Paskins this, that exaggerating by a Hespid will make the Masbid sound cool. It's going to be a big problem for the guy because the Rush says, we're going to call him in and say, Look what they thought of you. you. You could have done so much more. So you're not doing the guy any favor. So what's that do with the kids? So I'm not sure. I th- one of the reasons. That's a negative. No, in other words, I'm not sure if it's, if it's this far. Like your, kid, like your kids, some people, your kids think their father's like amazing. And like, you know, it's like your kids thought you were such a much better guy than you were. Like, you know what? Keep them home. Don't, don't bring them here. The other shatter is you, know, you didn't have, you could have had more kids. I, I'm, I'm, I heard a couple of shatter, but it was like, if, if, the, if that meaning is based on this rush, the people that hold you in the highest esteem in the world, and if all of us would live up to what our kids think of us, we would be much better people. So it was, it's mamsh the rush's vart. Because your kid thinks like you're Mashiach. Your kid thinks you never speak Lashon Har. You should know, like, my guys, like my, my Tamidim and TA, I try to tell them otherwise. They like, think I don't battle. Like, you know, like, no, like, like, like we talk Lashon Har. Like, I mean, we can't say that. But like, it was like, if, if we would be what our kids think of us, oh my gosh, we'd be such better people. Says the Gemara. I was like, what are we holding with the clock? If I says the Gemara a little more. Uh, what is someone who is a discreet person at Tsunua? This is somebody who goes to the bathroom at night, i.e., even though no one can see you, where you would go during the day. Again, so we're back to the system they had outhouses or they just went to the bathroom in the field. So during the day, when your street is full of hustle and bustle, to go to the bathroom, you have to walk two and a half miles. If you're makbid to go to the same place at night, even though no one can see you anyway, then you're at Sanua. Says Gemara, why would you do that? Any, it's not true. It's not true. Take advantage of the night that no one could see you. Why would you walk two miles at night? A person should train themselves to go to the bathroom regularly at night. Because do you want going to the bathroom to take you a half hour? Or do you want it to take five minutes? If you go at night, you could knock out the travel time. A person should train himself like the Marines. The Marines only go to the bathroom in the morning and at night. You should train yourself. See, you won't need to go far away. See, see, your mom is wrong. You're telling me to go 
in a different place at night, just because it's dark, than during the day, is a chesar and tzniyas. Rabbi Yehuda is advising you to train your body to go by night so you won't have to travel. Visu, and I'll give you mamish more evidence. Rava, biyamama, by day, have ozalat mil. By day, Rava, so big tzanua, would travel one mile to go to the bathroom until he found a private place. Ubalelia, at night where no one could see anyway, he would instruct his aide, Panuli Duchta, clear for me a spot, in the public street of the city, Reisterstown Road, middle of Reisterstown Road. What's the difference? It's pitch black, no one sees. So you see that Rava, Mamish violated what you said. By day, Rava was a Tanua and went one mile away. By night, Rava went to Reisterstown Road. Mamish in the Rechavit Damasa. Reb Zeir was sitting with the island Bismedrish. He told his, his assistant, go look right behind the Bismedrish, see if anyone's there, I need to go to the bathroom. Go see if there's anyone in the back of the Bismedrish. I have to relieve myself. So you see your mom is wrong. Says the Gemara, The Gemara relents. Gemara says, by day, a person goes to the bathroom, and even in the bathroom, he maintains a certain level of tzniyas. He doesn't totally uncover himself. By night, where no one could see anyway, if a person has the same hanhagas in the bathroom at night that he does during the day, that's a, that's a sign of a tzniyah. But you don't have to travel a mile. Or, Rabashi Omar, Afilu Tema B'mokayim, no, it's even true. You should go by night where you go by day. Assuming your place by day is very convenient, like around the corner. If you have a corner to go around and you can relieve yourself during the day, then yes, at night also you can relieve yourself there and therefore you don't have to amend what he said. Okay, we'll stop here.